Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's. We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. You've reached the My Wife the Dietitian hotline. Please leave us a message. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It's Santa calling from the North Pole. We love your podcast up here. We listen every week. Mrs. Claus says I need to cut down on my cookies and treats this year, or the sleigh won't be able to take off. We're hoping you can do a special Christmas podcast to keep us all healthy this holiday season. Keep up the good work, you two. Merry Christmas! Well, you can't ignore the big guy. Looks like this week's episode is going to be all about holiday health. Stay with us. We're back here in December, and we were going to talk about gallbladders, but... We got a call from Santa, and you don't want to be on his bad list, so... Right. No, Santa, not the call. We're going to shift our focus more to holiday season, and we're going to talk about holiday health. Yep, good idea. That's a whole lot more uh, exciting sounding than gallbladders. Well, we'll leave that for the new year, but we've recorded it and I think you liked it. It's good. It's a good one. (laughs) You guys will definitely want to listen to it. It's a lot of fun and it's very informative, but we're not doing that today. Okay. You'll have to tune in next year, which is in a couple of weeks, to hear the gallbladder issue, the gallbladder episode, I mean. (laughs) And, you know, I think don't people don't really correlate holiday and health, those two words together. Because I think holidays, usually you're overindulging and partying and socializing and and that's great. I mean, it's a time to celebrate an incredible year, take stock of your blessings. But I think it is important to try to not completely... Um, Eat all the food on the table. <laughs> well, steer your diet and health habits off course and, uh, you know, kind of being have to pay for it later on because you kind of went down the rabbit hole of of goodies yeah yeah way too much celebrating with food and having that holiday bulge and expanding waistline at the end of it all exactly yep so today we're going to talk about some lifestyle strategies to make sure you have some self-care and how to keep your eating habits in check or mostly in check yeah, not yeah. Eating, not in check, but just some strategies for not totally going off the rails around holiday season in terms of eating and... Having a brownie but not eating them all. That's kind of the strategy, <laughs> right? Well, the, Christmas and the holidays are so focused around food and gathering that... And I think after the last couple of years where 
people haven't been gathering together as much in person that this year it's like it's probably going to be you know over it's just yeah extra extravagant and making up for lost time and that sort of thing totally i think that is probably what's already happening and definitely like office culture is like you know baked goods and donuts and sweets and all the goodies that you know you go to work and you have those things and then you go out to restaurants more with uh, colleagues or friends and families and you know all those things add up and then you have Christmas and then actually the research shows that the two weeks throughout Christmas and New Year's more people die of natural causes than what's normal for winter months and there's more cardiac deaths and it's likely possibly due to the increased stress for so many. The holiday and Christmas season can bring on a lot of emotional stress. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You were talking about like the office culture and baking and all that. There's a lot of people that like to bake, but they don't eat what they make. They just like the baking part. So they're, they're like, oh, I made all of these cookies. Here you go. Or, you know, um, I made a, a 15 dozen cinnamon rolls. Here you go. <laughs> right, um, right. Yeah, so th- that's, I think, partly where all that food comes from, is the people Christmas just cookies. enjoy the act of baking and making things and, and giving, too, obviously, right? But if everyone's doing that, that's a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of baking and Christmas treats. Yeah, right after Halloween, after all the candy, the, uh, you know, ultra-processed candy that everybody had for, uh, well, some for a day, but others for weeks. yeah. And um, when we're baking and cooking, you can also think about like kind of reframe the f- the focus from baking to like savory f- dishes. So foods that have some protein, some fiber and some potluck dishes that are, you know, vegetables and, you know, different um, kind of wholesome ingredients. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be sweets all the time. That's right. Yeah. Because I mean, there's plenty out there of those. Yeah. There's no shortage. No, you're right. (laughs) We were talking earlier about this, how I think partly with the stress for many, it's like there's this built-in reset, like a kind of a deadline for the new year. Like you're going to start new in the new year in January. And so you kind of just overindulge at Christmas. Yeah, for sure. It's like January is a get out of jail free card. Oh, okay. And and people can go wild in December because in January they're going to hit the gym and they're going to start walking 5 days a week and and they're going to do all these things that are are going to allow them to go wild in December. The New Year's resolutions. Yeah, right? And yeah. you know, that's a whole other episode right there, but Yeah. <laughs> we all know what New Year's resolutions are like, so um, but yeah, people think that that's just around the corner. They're going to make it all better so they can, they can kind of go wild and really that's maybe not realistic. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, we can be mindful around the holidays and just be conscious of our decisions about, um, you know, when we're eating and when we're around other people. And I think it's, um, it just takes some planning ahead. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about five lifestyle strategies for self-care around the holidays. And in those five, uh, the diet is part of that. So that'll be the big part at the end. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, with uh, with all the stress and um, kind of... Uh, expectations. 
that's a really good word. Expectations and feeling like the pinch of, oh my gosh, you know, 10 days till Christmas or 12 days till Christmas. I think it starts in like October now. Or yeah, right after Thanksgiving. Oh, three months till Christmas. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, like stores. I saw stores this year that had Christmas decorations out before Halloween was over. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I was like, are you kidding me? It's still sunny and warm out. There's oh. no snow. It's oh. like, it feels like summer and they're putting out Christmas decorations. Yeah. And I not believe it. I think early December, I saw the Boxing Day sale uh, flyers. Yeah. No wonder. <laughs> like, what happened to Christmas? No wonder people are stressed. Like, what? Christmas already? I got to start shopping now? <laughs> Boxing Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is after Christmas. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this, so lifestyle strategies. Um, the first one is sleep. So that's such a key part of mental health and helping with anxiety and with all the stress, the daily stress is just making sure you're getting enough sleep every night. And, you know, episode 16, went, we went over sleep and it's a really good one to refer back to if you haven't listened to that one. Yeah. And there's, there's something about sleep that people often, and I say this because I've done this and I know people who've done it. So when I say people, I just, that's who I mean. Um, but I'm sure lots of people are like this. Um, sleep isn't a top priority. and it, It's like, yeah, I'll do it if I have time. But if I have all this other stuff I have to do, then, then I'll go to bed later or I'll get up early or whatever. And sleep kind of gets shuffled to the back. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, at Christmas time, obviously there's lots more things on our plate that we have to do and, and, and more stress around getting those things done because there's this looming deadline. Yeah. So yeah, you're staying up later to get it done or you're, you know, and sleep takes its toll and, and really sleep is the thing that you should be prioritizing in order to make it through all of this stressful times. Exactly. Cause it gives you the, you know, rest and recharging. Exactly. I've been sleeping so well lately and my God, it's, it's so amazing. It feels so good. I've been getting up early. I've been going to bed early, sleeping really well, getting up early, and it feels amazing. Oh my! Feel, you, you must have been listening to the episode sixteen. I, I don't know. It's something's different with <laughs> me good. in the last yeah six months or so, but it's so good. That I, is really good. I, I, I used to feel tired when I woke up, and now I feel rested and and I'm sleeping better. And yeah, it's great. I love it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. 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 And I nine can, hours or eight or nine hours. I of can sleep vouch for a good night's sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually that comes to the second point is reduce or lighten your work duties or your projects. And so that you don't have like a ton extra because December just as it is, is busy. And so you want to try to lighten that load in terms of all the, you know, your work or various projects you might be involved with. Yeah. I think we realized that a few years ago. We we kind of said, you know what, December's really busy. Maybe we should just not plan a bunch of other things because we don't know what's on the calendar yet, but we know that's going to get filled. Yeah. And it always does. So, yeah, that's that's good advice. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of you want to make time for festivities and um going out with friends and uh different uh, Christmas gatherings and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's good to kind of reduce or lighten the the workload. And then with that also 
part of that is your screen time. So, you know, limit your time spent dealing with emails or social media and maybe like just have certain blocks of time during the day that you're going to check your email because that just adds more stress and more things to do in your mind, like keeps your mind so active that uh, it's good to kind of reduce that back. Exactly. Christmas is a fun time, but if you're stressed out because of all of the stuff you feel you have to do, then it becomes something that isn't enjoyable anymore. And, you know, that's that's the case for a lot of people, unfortunately. They, they, they can't stand Christmas because it's just this stressful time for them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it, it's kind of figuring out ways to manage that. That's right. And I think, like, with... Um if you're reducing your screen time and you're making time for festivities, there's, you know, alternative activities like singing, which helps your breathing is like almost meditative and, and laughing, like watching Christmas comedies or getting together with friends, like, and, you know, having the laughter and that is great for your endorphins and, you know, to, to make you feel better, the dopamine. So that all helps with easing the stress. Absolutely. And the fourth thing is, um, this kind of is also kind of related, but number four is exercise. So making sure that you're taking regular breaks and maybe maybe going skating or walking outdoors and noticing the surroundings, being present, looking at the holiday lights if you're walking, you know, in the in the later hours of the day or you know, just uh, trying to be more present and... Yeah, just observe, take time to notice what's around you and and just uh, fill your brain with, uh, with, with your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. Instead of what's in your inbox. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, like walk, walking and exercise aren't just... I mean, walking isn't just for exercise. It's also uh, an opportunity to sort of just let your brain kind of take a break, I guess. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of like meditation is also a really good way for a mental timeout and just to visualize and to become more mindful of your breathing and just to be able to take a break and check out for, you know, mentally for a bit. Yeah, it's good to do that. It's good to do these things year round but i think they're especially important at really busy stressful times like like christmas tends to be absolutely yeah 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 and then the last thing is um just being aware like with diet and with your eating for instance like going out to restaurants might be something that you might be doing more often and it's easy to just like save up the day okay i'm going out for a buffet dinner tonight i'm not going to eat all day and is that a good idea? Uh, well, you'll fit more food in, but is it a good idea <laughs> health-wise? Yeah, probably not. I don't know if you'll fit more food in. You'll probably just feel over-bloated well, and you, eat, you think, overeat. Yeah, you, you think you're going to fit more food in. But yeah, no, that doesn't work. No, it throws your rhythm off. I think uh, it's really important to, not to skip meals uh, before eating out and just eat a regular breakfast, having normal lunch with some protein, making sure you have protein at each meal just so that when you do eat out, it's just, you know, you're just eating a normal portion, not like overindulging. Yeah, for sure. 
And when you do go out, sometimes, um, you know, the option, it's probably better to get the grilled versus the fried or breaded or deep fried, just in terms of health, making it a bit more healthy with your sides. uh, When you're at a restaurant, you probably want salad or vegetable instead of ordering the potato or fries, you know, just being mindful of those little things when you're ordering out. And this stuff applies more if you're going out a lot then it's going to have more of an impact your your choices your menu choices if you're going out once every six months you know have whatever you want yeah because it's supposed yeah. to be a treat right yeah um if you're concerned about making good choices then these are these are some options for you that we're suggesting but really we're not saying you know don't don't order um chicken wings because they're not good for you if you're out having fun with your friends and you want chicken wings, then have them. But if you're out every night with your friends, the chicken wings maybe are going to come back to haunt you. So that's when you need to start looking at some other healthier options. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And part of it, too, is just like, as we talked about, like, you know, starting the new year and you have all of a sudden you think, oh, shoot, you know, like my blood sugars are totally out of whack. And oh, look at my cholesterol. I've got, you know, now I've got to go on cholesterol medication. So like just being mindful of like this holiday season, let's keep our health in mind and, um, and self care, because really self care and health go hand in hand. So if you're taking care of yourself, you're better to your loved ones and your coworkers and everybody around you. It's all about balance. I mean, we've always said that when it comes to food and and the choices you make with your lifestyle, it's it's having a good balance, which means that you can have some good things, some treats, but you also have to be mindful and like that whole eighty twenty rule. I think we've talked about a bunch yeah. of times, right? Yeah, so exactly. There's room for there's room for the yummy stuff in your day, but just not all day, every day. Right, right. Yeah. And a couple more points at the restaurant. So just uh, when you're ordering, say, a pasta, the tomato-based pasta versus the cream pasta is a better option in terms of calories and fat and health and everything. The tomato one's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for soups, like uh, either broth soup or tomato soup versus like the cream, creamy or chowdery soups. So like minestrone or lentil or uh, bean soups are, are, are a better, healthier option. Right. And then like with baked potatoes, you could get salsa instead of butter or sour cream or the cheese and bacon. Because, <laughs> I mean, really, do we really need to add more on the foods that we're getting at a restaurant? Because for me anyways, when I leave a restaurant, I'm never hungry. I mean, I'm satisfied even if I, you know, like whatever I get. I'm not going to be hungry because restaurant food, for whatever reason, is very filling and satisfying. And if anything, you feel like like you've overdone it and you don't feel well. So I think it's just just, you know, sometimes I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to say, your eyes are bigger than your stomach because I couldn't finish everything. And, you know, now that I'm older, it's like, okay. It's um your eyes have shrunk a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I'm more aware. It's like, okay, I think I'm gonna take half this home and have it for lunch tomorrow because this is a big portion and I I'm not gonna feel good if I eat the whole thing now. So that's the other thing, is like just looking at what you're getting and like the other thing, I if you don't eat all day before you go out for your dinner meal, you'll probably like 
you know, they'll bring their bread basket out and you'll inhale them all and then you'll you know and then you're getting a pasta or some other dish after and you've already it's just you overeat yeah you're full on the wrong stuff yeah yeah exactly yeah and the uh, the last thing um when you're traveling you know say you're driving in a car to travel to family or um for holiday parties and you've got some distance to go maybe think ahead pack a cooler put some you know healthy food in the cooler so you're not having to stop at the the gas station you know convenience kind of lunches or food right yeah good good idea the one thing I was going to mention too with a lot of parties, office parties, house parties, family gatherings, whatever, where there's, you know, typically a lot of food, especially at Christmas time for whatever reason, there's always lots of food and it's lots of sweets, lots of nibblies and stuff that isn't traditionally healthy. Maybe just don't make food the focus of the night for yourself. Yeah. Even though it's the centerpiece of the room is this table full of food, but it can just be something that you, you know, a few nibbles here and there, but don't be like, okay, let's just hit the food table and and go hard. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like I said, it's full of food that probably isn't going to feel good the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's just human nature, eh? Like our, our reptilian brain that's like saying, oh, look at all the food. I got to taste every morsel. I've got to just eat it all. It's my last supper ever. But it's not. I mean, you're going to eat tomorrow and, you know, you don't want to feel awful the next day or, you know, kind of, it's, it's just a matter of being conscious and thinking about it as you're in the moment. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with cutting something in half. I mean, no one's going to be offended if you take a big brownie and cut it in half and only have the half like you don't have to eat the whole thing right just because that's what's on the plate yeah yeah exactly that's a good good idea so just a recap of the lifestyle strategies for self-care because uh, you want to balance work and family and self-care and personal well-being so that um, you can be healthy through the holidays and not be totally overwhelmed and overindulge so number one sleep is key. Two is reducing your work duties and lighten the load for your projects and make time for festivities. And also reducing your screen time so that you're uh, not spending a lot of time, you know, checking emails and social media and trying other activities like singing and watching comedies and getting together with friends and gathering. And exercise, so making sure you're making time for breaks through the day and going for walks, maybe going skating or skiing, being present and in your surrounding and with and meditation. So like actually the opposite of just like completely like checking out and just being mindful of your breath and visualizing and taking some time out. And then with diet, just balance, balance and moderation. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to, you don't have to like shut everything out, but just be aware of what you're eating and and have a plan. Like just be aware that there's, there are going to be these, these parties and there is going to be tons of food and just maybe just have a quick chat with yourself about how you're going to deal with that. If, if that's an issue for you, some people can do it. Some people go to these parties and they'll have like one or two things and that's it. I'm the complete opposite. And you know, I want to eat everything on the table because it looks good and it tastes good. And, and so 
you know, I would be the kind of person that would have to say before I go in, um, you know, how am I going to deal with this and have kind of a plan? Otherwise you're going to be in the moment and you're going to be just filling your plate over and over. Yeah, that's so true. And actually, um, there was an episode 25 on cravings, how to curb cravings when you feel addicted to sweets. And that's a good one to look back on too, because that's what happens when you start eating all these Christmas goodies and baked items, then you get more that you need more of them. So you feel like it's kind of a vicious cycle. And so you kind of want to nip that in the bud and just, okay, just, just have a taste or just, you know, cut it in half and have some and enjoy and, and really savor that. And then, you know, and, and also with drinks through the Christmas parties, maybe have a glass of water every time. Like if you have a holiday drink, try not to overindulge all night long and have water and so that you don't wake up feeling awful and and like you've overdone the alcohol yeah yeah exactly all this wisdom from uh being older (laughs) and experiencing these things as we were growing up so yeah and all the different clients over the 25 years of um of clinical dietetics and working with patients and clients exactly Santa Claus was one of Sandra's patients last year. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so She's not allowed to talk about that, but but I, I saw him going into her office there. You're so funny, Rob. He looks pretty good this year. Check him out. <laughs> he's, he's lost a little bit, but he's going to be eating all that milk and cookies on New, on Christmas Eve, so he's going to probably gain it all back. He'll probably be calling you in the new year. I'll be expecting him. Yeah, Santa. All right. we've uh, We've bantered long enough. Um, have a good Christmas, everyone. I hope this is uh, somewhat helpful for you for the Christmas holiday season. And, uh, we thought we could just, uh, help you out with a few ideas and, uh, for self-care for your health, self-care. And if you want more information on what we do, you can check out our social media pages. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a website called mywifethedietitian.com. And you can email us with your questions and comments at mywifetherd at gmail.com. And yeah, don't forget to rate and review the show. We always like that. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. And we'll add the show notes, just some of those uh, lifestyle strategies we mentioned, and we'll have them all itemized for you. That sounds amazing. All right, everyone have a good week. We will be back soon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.